Six minutes after nine o'clock. Being critical of my engineering already, Andy? Jeez. <laughs> anyway, good morning, everybody. And um, glad to have you here. The last free for all Friday of 2023. Was it a good year? Was it a bad year? And uh, Christy, you're the first time you've been on Free For All. Pull that microphone down right there and right up to your... There you go, so we can hear you loud and clear. How are you doing this morning, Christy? Awesome. Happy to be here. All right. Talk right into it. Pull it down there. Yeah, I don't have to... Yeah, I like that. How's that? I don't know. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. There you go. You said you were a good singer. Do you want to sing something right now before we tell everybody who you are? Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) Christy, you guys know who Christy is. She is the uh, CFO of the city of Benel, sitting in for Alvin Jackson, who we've excused today for very good reasons. But um, thank you for coming in, Christy. Oh, happy to be here. Okay. So all the money that goes on in Benel, you know all about. You're the CFO. That's right, I so, do. So checks written go through you. Everything coming in goes through you. Who's late on their water bill goes through you. Absolutely. We're putting out that water bill today. Okay. All right. Do you like your job? I love my job. I've been here about a year. Um, I have about 30 years of government experience, and um, Dr. Jackson recruited me, and there's so many wow. exciting things going on in Bunnell right now. I'm happy to be here. Christy, where were you before? Um, I worked for Flagler County. As for Flagler CFO. County? I did, and I came to... Um, I actually left county government, went to the school district in Volusia County for a few years, decided I wanted to go back to what I call regular government, yeah. and um, went to the city of Sanford, and I got recruited from there by Dr. Jackson. So great experience. Uh, yeah. You've been around a little bit. That's wonderful. Um, That's, uh, by the way, Mayor David Alfin co-hosting today with me. I guess Brian has taken What an down. ominous uh, uh, intro today. The last show of the year. So is mm-hmm. it better to be chosen as a guest on the last show of the year or the first show next week of the year? Any show. Any show. <laughs> right. Thank you, Andy. Jeez, Andy, Andy, always the diplomat. <laughs> so what are we doing here today? We've uh, invited you guys in. Pierre has the day off, and we've invited Christy, Andy Dance, who is the new chairman for the Flagler County Commission, been political leader for many years on the school board, knows a lot about what's going on. And so we thought we'd kind of take a look back at, you know, what was good and bad in 2023 for Benal, city of Palm Coast, with our mayor, Andy, with the county. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we did have Dale Martin on, and we... We are city manager for Flagler Beach, so we kind of got the scoop from him on that. So today we're going to focus on this. But the big topic is last week on our show, we had a heartbreaking story of a lady named Grace who lost her dog, Boo Boo, that just ran out and it just was never seen again, ran over to a neighbor's house. So we were like, put a, oh. like Pierre got into it, Danielle with, you know, Flagler News Weekly did, we did, Brian did, all the media out there to this cute little dog that just ran off and broke all of our hearts. And we've gotten a lot of, well, what happened to Boo Boo? And um, did we find him? We were looking for a Christmas miracle. Grace, uh, you're on the phone with us right now. Boo Boo's mom. What's uh, what's the latest with Boo Boo? Well, um, he hasn't been found. Uh, the, the group Smart, Carolyn Johnson runs. Um, Jill Scott has been out looking for Boo Boo. As a matter of fact, yesterday she was out looking for him, and she didn't see any signs of him. So um, she's going to keep working for me and, you know, looking for him. Um, we're just thinking somebody 
somebody has him and is, is just not saying anything. We got his picture on uh, our WNZF Facebook page. And nor, we don't do dog reports. Like I said, this is not a thing we normally do on Lost Dogs. But it really struck my wife's heart first. And she kept following you and saying, oh, my gosh, you know, she, you know, boo-boo. Looks like. So, all right. So, hmm, bad news is uh, no boo-boo yet. But you're right. Somebody has has him in in the area here and so we're we're still have hope but there's some good news tell us about that well um me and my boyfriend kept going up to the humane society like just check in and look just looking at the dogs and hoping boo-boo wasn't there but they have a report and all that on them so there was this one dog that kept um following us around up in the front room and one day we were in there and we went home and we were talking about it, and we said, you know what, let's adopt them. So um, we went up there, and we put in the application, and they called us the next day saying, you know, if you want them, you can adopt them. And we did. And um, his name is Sebastian, and he's he, he's seven months old, and he's, he's a really, he's another Velcro dog, but he's a big Velcro dog. He's a I think he's a Whippet Jack Russell mix. Okay. All right. So, hey, you know, not boo-boo. We're not giving up, but at least Sebastian has stepped in. And Mayor Alfin. So, uh, Grace, just a, uh, a quick point. So my wife and I are obviously animal people with the, the horses and the dogs and everything else. But what you said really strikes a chord. It's like that dog, that animal will pick you. It's like you don't really yeah. pick them. They pick you. So you are blessed to have that relationship. So I know it's not the same as before, and we'll all keep our eyes open. But no. I hope you in, enjoy the fact that that lovely animal picked you to be your Vel- Velcro pet, as you put it so appropriately. He uh. does. He, yeah, I know. He does have a marking on the side of him. It's funny. It's it's a, it's a heart. <laughs> uh-huh. And... Um, He's a good dog. He really is. He's he's a lovable dog, and the you know I'm never you know I'm going to keep having faith for Boo Boo. I mean, I think he's the first thing on my mind in the morning and the last thing before I go to sleep at night. And um, you know, I pray. Okay. Well, thank you, Grace. Um, have a great New Year. I'm glad you got Sebastian, and we're still we have a bolo for Boo Boo out still. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, you take care, all right? Be safe. Happy New Year, Grace. Uh, Thank you. All right. Uh, Andy, are you a a dog person? Yeah, absolutely. Um, As you know, or don't, I grew up on a ranch, so we had all kinds of animals, dogs, um, along with the horses and cows and everybody else. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. How about you, Christy? Do you have have pets? Of course I do. Okay. I like them better than people. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're a financial person, right? (laughs) Ah, so, um, well, let's, uh, oh, yeah, also, I told Pierre, we'd say, because he asked me, and I found out, he asked you, Andy, and he asked the mayor and some other people, to what was a book you read in 2023 that you liked, I guess, or had the most impact? What was what was the book that, that you uh, reported on? Sure, well, part of my leadership training through the Florida Association of Counties is they have an advanced county commissioner course, so in the second and final course, uh, our professor, Matthew Sauchik, had uh, presented his brand new book, which is called The H Factor, and it's about the intersection of humility with leadership. So not only did I, we get to so read the it, inter- we got... Wait a minute, stop. The intersection of humility right. with leadership. Right. Explain that. 
Well, it's just it's it's really kind of the understated uh, trait for leadership. It's not one of the most prominent traits that you'll that'll come off your tongue when you ask 100 people about, you know, is this an example of that now as you're speaking? <laughs> Hopefully it's in all that's <laughs> everything that I that I mm-hmm. say and do. But um, so it's a frame of mind. Kind it of is. Thing? Yep. It's um, mm-hmm. and, and, but it, it you know, there's plenty of research about how, you know, it's effectiveness in team building um, and and just, um, you know, a, a a little bit of grace mm-hmm. in, in everything you do. But it's a. Uh, it's intertwined in a, lo- a lot of the traits for effective leaders, and uh, he expands on that, and uh, it's a good read. And so it had an effect on you. Absolutely. All right, great. Mayor Alphen, what was your book of the year? So I tried to be creative and strategic. Um, for those that don't know, I've actually gone back to school. I'm working on a master's degree in urban and regional planning, and not a part of my curriculum, but one of my professors suggested I read a book called The Charter of new urbanism, which sounds very dry. However, what it offers is all of the techniques, examples, and possibilities for how to properly and manage and plan for the future. So I found that to be a a book that had a profound effect on me and my thinking going forward. Well, you guys are a lot more sophisticated than me. Here's my favorite (laughs) book. Well, you're the entertainer. Go ahead. Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) Is this anything <laughs> anyway if you're just looking for some fun you know it's seinfeld he you know he's a great observational comedian and the whole show and everything about him so it's just really good makes you you know feel good funny things and relating they're shorts they're kind of like comedy bits basically that that he did you know have you ever noticed when or with somebody you know you can never win an argument with a guy smoking a cigarette was one of my favorite he's waving it around he's arguing and then you can't hardly get a word in and then when he throws it down on the ground and puts it out with his foot argument over you lost <laughs> so never argue with somebody smoking a cigarette no. so so anyway just stuff like that a short reading is easy reading uh, so i thought i would um so that was my uh, book of the year i know brian and prs several other people so go to flagler live and you can find out whatever everything has got any any book that you uh, enjoyed or read christy over the over the year about 20 years ago, I read the classics, you know, Pride and Prejudice, Little Women, all of that. And I made this last year, I thought, I'm going to reread them. So just over the holiday, I've refinished Pride and Prejudice, probably for the fifth wow. or sixth time. But I, I read it. Um, you should have been with uh, Nikki Haley the other night. Why? Oh, ding. Okay. I missed that. That went over Christie's head. Yeah. No, but I'm trying to reread the classics. I'm going to reread Little Women next. All right. Okay. Well, then we'll put you on the list for next year. All right. Well, hey, let's talk about 2023 for us. Let's start with the county. All right. Andy Dance, our new, you were elected, the uh, the chairman. And um, you've already kind of structured out some things differently that'll happen that will give uh, budgeting a better uh, more organized, would that be safe to say, and projecting it? Yeah, absolutely. We've already had one workshop, um, and the commissioners all chimed in and, and kind of talked about a, a vision and, and different priorities. So we've, you know, we've kind of laid that out in a preliminary fashion. We're going to have one-on-ones with the administrator to kind of go over that and see how that's going to work. Um, and it's a, I think it's a, it's a good process and framework for the future. If we can continue with that, it'll be great. So what was good for all of us in Flagler County overall, just off the top of your head, kind of the top three things that uh, went pretty good that we should be proud. And a lot of these things never make the news, 
um, because you know it's like you can, it's it's hard to cover everything the county the cities do and and get it you know out there with it but with this the county flagler county what were the top three good things that happened sure. well i think you know the word right word for last year would have been collaboration i think the city and the county all of our municipalities we've never had you know a collaboration on um, various various projects that we've had um in the past uh we've we've gotten together with a master plan for our parks um a lot of different things. Even on our legislative, we've right, we've all come together in one book now, where we. Uh, and why is that? Budget. Why? What caused that to happen? That um, that collaboration, as opposed to polarization, in the past. Well, I think we have leaders and administrators that um, are are less ego and more humility. Let's go back to that. So yeah. they're they're more concerned about what gets done than um, than talking about. Um, you know, their part in it. So a- it's- Andy, give us some teeth. So uh, just in terms of uh, Northeast Regional Council and TPO and other ways that in the city in particular participate together for the first time, I think, in the history of Flagler. Give us an example. Um, well, I think just participation in the TPO. I mean, uh, TPO, explain. The, the Transportation Planning Organization Thank for you. Evolution Flagler yeah. County. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mayor is in leadership uh, in the executive council. I'm uh, the member of the board and uh it's just uh you know we've we've just gone through a whole process where the entire county now is part of the tpo boundaries whereas before it was just a select urban areas within the county mainly the city of palm coast but now the boundaries have expanded and it opens up more opportunities for the entire county and and to us boil it down to us as the taxpayers residents people going about our normal lives what does that mean to us um it's really regards infrastructure our transportation infrastructure and being able to plan our roadways and uh for maintenance and expansion mm-hmm. and it helps prioritize the projects that exactly. dot is willing to fund in addition to appropriation requests from Tallahassee. So it allows us to have some leverage on the priority that our local projects uh, might might get. Right. So let me interpret that is so when you go to Tallahassee with your handout for DOT money, it gives more credibility to it because it's more organized and it's um, fits part of a plan rather than willy nilly. Well, there's different pots. So we have specific appropriation asks that. Uh, you know, we work with our legislative partner, Speaker Renner, Senator Hudson, but um, the, the TPO gets additional money on its own and we have to um, request projects and, and, uh, and, and it'll get ranked and prioritized through the TPO. Mm-hmm. So there's different avenues. Okay. All right. So that makes it better, easier and uh, to uh, get the funding we need rather than being a lone wolf going to Tallahassee for things. Right? And if I may, just to add in, <clears throat> we as a group and collaboratively were able to work very closely and with great thanks to both the speaker Renner and Senator Hudson, because this was the merry-go-round time. This is when you reach out and grab that uh, golden ring. And I think that we did very well together to optimize our, uh, our asks in Tallahassee, both last session and in the upcoming current session. And we got one year to go before we lose it all because they both term out. All right. That was a good one. What's another one? Give us your second uh, kind of top of your mind of what was good for us in Flagler County in 2023. Well, I kind of looked at some of the right what, what kind of gained the most news when I was doing a little bit of research on today's topic. So I think the settlement of the Captain's Bing's lawsuit is big. It, it puts it in the rearview mirror. 
So what's um, going to happen? Give us a quick summary on that. That we had the the county had to fork out and money uh, settled a lawsuit, which started before you and other right. county went back to Craig Coffee's days. So, right. so where are we at right now? What do we do, and why is it good? Well, the plan's in effect. Um, uh, you know, the the settlement was. It's all been settled. Um, now there's a plan moving forward for the new location of the uh, of the new restaurant and on in within Bing's Landing. We're going to extend sewer to it. There'll be no septic. Um, it's going to be site sensitive design. The trees are remaining. It'll still be the parking similar to what's out there now, uh, and the location is less intrusive. I mean, it's right when every, when nobody's happy. Right, that's usually the the proper compromise and. Um, I know it's taken four, almost five years for this to be settled. So the owners aren't happy. A lot of the hammock residents aren't happy that there was a settlement. They were hoping it would be killed. But in the county's position, we were hamstrung by the decision that was made five years ago. And, and we just have to move forward. So good compromise is everybody being a little bit unhappy. That's right. All right. Okay. Well, so there we go. That one's off the list. Um, and so moving ahead, and you're happy with it, obviously, or you wouldn't have it ranked up there. Well, I think it's in the best interest of the taxpayers. We did not want to take this to court and, mm. and a jury trial. It would not, in my opinion, it would not have fared favorably for the taxpayers. So this was the best outcome. That's the intersection of leadership and humility. Yeah, I know. We're, we're going to be relating back. I got to read that now. That sounds like a, a good one. But I think the project, right, that gained the most uh, notoriety was the pedestrian bridge. Um, it's uh, it won, won its an own, award, right? Had its own meme page at one point. But you won an award, finished, I just saw. But we did. We won two different awards, one on engineering and one through the Northeast Florida Regional Council. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, and, now explain to the people, because still there's people on social media going, what a waste of our tax money and all that. And of course, Dave Sullivan going, oh, God, I wish you wouldn't have brought that up. But but that's true. There are people that don't quite get it. They haven't been there. They haven't walked it. Why is this something that was so important to be done now? And it was pricey. How many, right. it was, how many millions was it? About 10? 12. About 12, okay. Yeah. All right, so I, why is it a good thing? Well, it's leveraging, right, federal dollars. We all want to be able to, to utilize our outside dollars and not tax our local general fund taxpayer dollars. So this is leveraging federal dollars for really recreational infrastructure. It ties a pedestrian overpass over 100. Uh, it trails. expanded the trails to Lehigh, um, which is kind of the backbone of, the, of our trail system, uh, at least the east to west route. This puts us, the trail system on the south side of 100, and there are expansion plans to take that all the way down Bulow Creek um, to Muir and parallel uh, Bulow Creek down to our future uh, Bulow Creek Headwaters Regional Park off Old Kings Road. And the trail system will tie into the Bulow Creek State Park down in Volusia County on the Flagler County, Volusia County border. So there'll be a, a seamless trail system. And, and a goal right through this year, past year's goal uh, with the Northeast Florida Regional Council was looking at uh, ecotourism and trails are a huge part of that. It's a, it's, a, it's a revenue generator for the county and tourism. So that is the key point because people go, I'm not going to walk on that or whatever. To, well, here, just listen okay, to what Andy just said is that <clears throat> this brings tourism here to more than just the beaches. So I think the beaches is the lightning rod, but there's a huge amount of people around the country. We had Amy Lukasik on talking about it, where a huge amount of people where their families, they, they, uh, they uh, mail their bikes to 
Palm Coast. They stay at Hammock Beach Resort. And it's family. Um, and with COVID, it really grew the whole sport. It's really inexpensive because you have your bikes, you have your bicycles. It's good family time. You're exploring. You're seeing new things and bonding and, and doing all that sort of thing. So if we have a national um, trail system that you can go biking or hiking or whatever you want to do on it, um, you know, we're on somebody's bucket list like we got to go to Palm Coast. We've got to get our family there and we have to involve in it. And then, of course, they spend money and that's what we want. And it also is something other than just the beaches. So it, it makes us um, makes us different. Well, we're currently recognized uh, throughout the state as one of the better trail systems in the entire state of Florida. And, uh, and we market that. And right? we're growing it, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. All right, well, that's a good one. Um, we're going to get to the Mayor Alfin, and we got to take a break. But Chrissy, I want to talk to you first about the city of Benal. Are we broke? I'm in. I'm a Benal businessman. I'm sitting here, and you're the uh, the, the money lady. Um, how's Benal doing? Are we broke? Do we have money? Are we um, doing good or what? We're doing good, Benal. Um, it's an exciting time to be uh, working for Benal and be living in Benal. There's a lot of growth going on. Um, I've only been here about a year. Um, but I'm familiar with the history of Bunnell, and Bunnell has experienced growth in the last few years like they haven't in a long time. Um, and there's a lot of um, development on the city side that we're really excited about that we have completed um, pre-construction and design over the last year and are going to be moving forward this next year with a lot of exciting projects that are going to really um, help put Bunnell on the map and leave a legacy for, you know, years to come. We have to give a shout out to uh, Dr. Jackson, the city manager, and all the effort and work that he's done behind the scenes to get Commercial Boulevard going and all of the development that you're talking about and uh, your t utilities upgrades. It's like, that's just fabulous. So congratulations, Alan. You know, it's funny about Alvin Jackson. For, I say the best dressed man in Flagler County also. But um, uh, there was, I heard, you know, we have a St. Augustine radio station. There was a news story that there was an industry that, uh, that decided they weren't going to go to St. Augustine because of all the public uproar and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, that'd be perfect. So I called up Alvin. And I go, hey, you might want to call these guys. They just... Um, pulled out of St. Augustine. They're looking for something in the area. He goes, give me the number. I'll call him right now. And he did. So, I mean, this guy is working uh, for Benel, the people of Benel. He's always, um, he does. you know, He answers scene. his phone 24-7 and he'll call you 24-7. If he thinks of a, of a question, he's not afraid to reach out and he will call whomever and yeah. and make that. He'll even buy you garlic crabs in Benel. He will. All right. It's another beautiful day in Benel. That's where we're broadcasting live from here right now. It's Free For All Friday. I'm David Ayers. Christy Moss is with us sitting in. She's the uh, CFO for Benel. Andy Dance, who is our chairman of the Flagler County Commission, and Mayor David Alphen. We're going to hear for more. How was 2023 for us here in our little piece of paradise and uh, what lies ahead in 2024 we'll find out when we get right back a quick shower take a drink of milk but the milk's gone sour my funny face makes you laugh twist the top on and i put it back there goes it's lumpy, it's lumpy, and your driveway is dumpy. Call R.D. and Sons Paving. They've been paving since 1959. Driveways, walkways, stone and gravel, repairs too. They beat competitor prices. R.D. and Sons Paving, 386-302-3406. 
Do you have a fundraiser or charity event you need everybody to know about? The Craig Flagler Palms Community Calendar can help you. Send the details of your community event to community at flaglerbroadcasting.com. That's community at flaglerbroadcasting.com. This is Memory Hopkins of Memory Hopkins Real Estate. It's a name you can't forget. From Lighthouse to Lighthouse, St. Augustine to New Smyrna Beach, my team and I cover all of your residential, commercial, and property management needs. We are your local realtor with a longer reach. Find us at memoryhopkins.com. Is your kitchen overdue for a redo? Bella Costa Cabinetry is the area's number one craftmate dealer. We are local, family-owned, and serving Flagler County and surrounding areas for over 15 years. We walk you through every step, from design to installation, so your finished project is 100% you. Whether a new home or remodel, we can do anything with craftmate cabinetry. While the kitchen is the heart of the home, cabinets are not just for the kitchen. Visit our website at bellacostacabinetry.com, come into our showroom, or give us a call, 437-1915. 9.30, free-for-all Friday, the final free-for-all at 2023. And I talked about a lot over the years. I was kind of looking back at all the guests and things and events and troubles. And, but overall, um, you know, I think Flagler County did uh, pretty good. And um, I think we're in good shape, Andy. We got money. Are we broke? Is the county broke? Well, the county has a lot of challenges, um, and I will say, thankfully, 2023 was um, weather-wise was non-eventful. We didn't get that name storm, um, and that's what we look for. You know, mm-hmm. our beaches are vulnerable. We've spent um, countless hours and, and a lot of money with our federal partners on on uh, restoring and and making sure our dune system is going to hold up and protect our infrastructure and. Um, and, and that's really where we find ourselves is because we need to be flexible in allocating that funding in, in some of these instances where we have uh, natural disasters or emergencies and be able to cover that. Were, uh, infrastructure was interesting because, you know, to me, infrastructure, it's like, OK, it's, uh, you know, water and sewer and roads and bridges and police and schools, that kind of a thing. I looked it up on the Internet. There was 98 things of, in, I said, like a small city infrastructure and it's just like 98 thing. I was, oh, my gosh, like how many? And you, you, there's so many different things that are uh, some of them don't pertain to us here, but a whole lot of them. So, it was like, uh, um, you know, and then we're aging. Right. I mean, because I know Benel, right. You got the sewer plant. Oh, excuse me. Wastewater treatment wastewater. plant. Um, how is that right now? Because that was the water in the sewer was um, in trouble for a while. How are we doing on that now there? We completed the pre-construction phase to expand our uh, wastewater treatment plant, and we will be right after the first of the year um, trying to get into the construction phase of expanding the wa- uh, wastewater treatment plant. And so, that, that's not unique to Benel, by the way, because the city of Palm Coast, if you'll remember, yep. is just about to do um, their utility study because people don't understand you can't be, you can't go forward unless you are approved by the state and have the utility function either in planning, in engineering, or in process. Uh, you're just not allowed to move forward, so it's extremely important. But that's the, the one thing that's kind of strangling um, the city of Benel. It's the second largest city in the state of Florida, landmass-wise, by the way, which a lot of people are always shocked to hear that. But... Um, it strangles development. It does, because people, oh, yeah, I want to go out there, but they can't. There's no, um, so what's the answer to that? It's kind of the cart before the horse, or how do you, and David Alphen, if you want to weigh in from a strategic point of view, how does Benel get infrastructure so people well, will 
they've bill. Done, they've done an excellent job. Um, they've actually secured some appropriation requests. They've got sort of engineering underway. They go have meetings with the folks that actually issue the permits, and they say, "Look, you're underway. Your development itself is not actually going to go vertical for some period of time, and you get waivers and whatever you need to do to move forward, so that you don't turn away those that would like to invest in your community and go invest someplace else." Now you have to be very picky about how you choose and how smartly you plan your growth, but that's a way to get around it. And I think the city of Benel, um, uh, Mayor Robinson and Alvin together have, Dr. Jackson, have done a really good job on leveraging um, where they are and where they're going to get to, to keep the ball rolling forward. Andy, the um, budget for Flagler County, the county budget, where does most of our money come from? What's the number one source of income for Flagler County government? Uh, it's a mixture. We have our ad valorem taxes. We have a lot of um, federal and state monies as well um, that make up the entire budget. It's, um, we have, you know, I, every time we get on radio, I make sure we tout our transparency page, which is on the Flagler County website. And uh, thanks to uh, Jorge Salinas, the assistant administrator, he's put a lot of time and effort into that to make sure that the public has access to all that information. So the detailed information is all there on the Flagler County website on that transparency page. What's the biggest expense? Uh, the Flagler County Sheriff's Office. Wow. <laughs> oh, you know, Staley's going to have his hand out again, right? Is there, but, I mean, it's pretty hard to, I mean, because you have to give or you cut back or what. I mean, same thing with Palm Coast, you know, he's going to. Sheriff Staley is going to be standing so, up at that podium. At the top of everybody's whiteboard, I don't care where you are, public safety is always going to be number one. And it's very simple to understand why. So we are, in fact, the second safest city in the state of Florida. And I won't even mention number one because it doesn't really count. Um, but if you don't have public safety, there is nothing else that you can accomplish or be successful at in your city. It has to come first. But one is too much, too much for a sheriff's department or a police department or. Um, well, I'd ask the other way. If you were number three and the delta between number three and number two was X number of crimes, would you want to impose that on your residents? I wouldn't. What does the city of Palm Coast pay the sheriff's department every year? Well, <clears throat> um, we pay for a significant number of deputies and we're under contractual negotiation right now. So do you have a number like a how many millions or. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's quite a few millions of dollars. What about the county, Andy? What, do, what is the, let's say it's our largest expenses, the sheriff's department. How much, how much does the county pay them? Yeah, that's a great question. I know um, from a percentage wise that it takes up the largest um, percentage of the budget. Um, that number, you know, escapes me right now. Okay. But. All right. No, I didn't mean to catch you off guard with it, but, um, but the fact you knew right off the top of your head, that is the big dog right there. It didn't escape me. I'm just negotiating right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is our second biggest expense in county? Um, I know our, I know we have staff issues, right? We have, uh, to make sure that we, we have a full staff and, and, uh, and we pay them. I know, that includes not just salaries, but the retirement system. Um, so it's, you know, staff is always one of them. Um, and, and I think Andy's numbers are going to be somewhat similar because he follows my budget, I follow his. So let me just, let me give the listeners an idea. 45% of our budget is dedicated to police and fire when you combine the two. So, uh, so these are like acceptable parameters, like for Benel, does that apply kind of in those same percentages? 
Yes, it does actually. Okay. When you when you look at public safety, you know the the amount for pub, but I will tell you, you know, in my experience with county and city government, personal services, which is your salaries and your benefits, are typically eighty percent of a general fund right. budget, and that would include the the police, you know, their salaries, but it includes everybody that works at the city. That's typically about eighty percent of any operating right. budget would be right. salaries and benefits for employees. And I know, I know, David's going to get here eventually, but I have to put a plug in. So the city of Palm successful with my motion last year to have a full rollback of the millage rate, which I think we're very proud of. It sets a precedent for the future and it shows that it is possible to tighten a belt to a certain extent so that you know that there is just no extra or additional spending. And I know from a financial department over in Manel, you'll appreciate that that really forces you to make sure that they're, you're not erred in any way. You've rolled it back so that you are not seeking any additional revenue from your taxpayers from ad valorem tax than you received the prior year and makes a big difference. And now you've set that precedent and now you own it and you move it forward. Well, is it true 80% of the population of Flagler County is in the Palm Coast city limits? Uh, so yes, actually it's more, I think. All right, okay. And that's and clarifying the the staff. I mean, all of our fire rescue and fire department are are county employees. So that's why that and all sure. of your constitutional officers. You know, people don't really understand that you're responsible to support and 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 manage all of that as well. You know, at, right. at the highest level. But they have their own individual budget. They right? do. So 2024. Um, looking ahead here with the, uh, the budget, um, everybody, cause I know the state of Florida by constitutional um, you, you ruling skip, is it has to be a 2023, but that's okay. We'll get back to it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Go, uh, thank you for interrupting me. Go ahead and talk about your 2023. Here. Well, I just want to make sure that we're fair here because we're all collaborative. So we already talked about the rollback, but I did want to put a plug in. So we are about to become the second certified gig city in the state of Florida in terms of our um, uh, internet. So we um, have a company that came in, uh, the name of it is uh, Metronet, but we have the fastest speed along with Jacksonville in the entire state of Florida. And many of our residents are very dependent on the speed of internet. It also opens the gateway and the door to those businesses, especially in the health services, uh, care and administration and medical technology that can now come to Flagler County because they've got that gig speed, which is as fast as you can get. Um, and then the other thing I really want to plug for this year, we were successful in beginning the funding program for what's going to be one of the best whys in the state of Florida, which I think is important for everybody to be aware of. Okay. I'll stop there. I have a much longer list. Andy? And the uh, the expansion of, of internet um, and high-speed broadband throughout the entire county now. So the west side... Um, through our partnerships with Spectrum Charter has expanded all the way out to the far reaches of the west side. So that is done? That is done. Oh, okay. All right, great. I was wondering where that was at. So um, looking ahead, what, uh, what do you look to be the biggest accomplishment we can do in Flagler County, Andy, uh, with, um, for 2024? What is it that tops on your list to get done? Oh, well, there's, there's, a, there's a lot, right? So we do have some specific um, requests through our partners at the legislature. So with Speaker Renner and Senator Hudson, um, we've all come together with those. Those are our top priorities. Uh, those are very important infrastructure needs. Um, otherwise, 
you know, I mentioned um, the beach, so our beach management plan um, we worked on last year. It is uh, nearing completion, and part of that phase is trying to figure out how we fund um, beach improvements moving forward um, because there's a significant part of the county that contributes that. A lot of it is, again, state and federal monies um, because DEP, Army Corps, they're the ones that are responsible for uh, the type of dune system that we may, that we implement and and that beach management plan is important go ahead mayor so let me put it this way the city of palm coast has just celebrated its 25th anniversary and i very much believe that the city and i'll include the county in this too and all the municipalities truly stand on the doorstep of an unprecedented opportunity for the future we have inherited um, from the founders of the area uh, a slice of heaven, uh, a beautiful community that obviously is well thought of because the influx and the relocation of folks coming here is, is happening at an accelerating pace. So they made it work, but we've also been aging and you mentioned it earlier. We are now actually 50 years old in terms of our infrastructure. That's everything that you stand on top of, which means that the city must be very careful in its planning going forward to make sure that growth is accompanied by financial sustainability. So the planning and the effort that's involved is extremely detailed because remember, this is a crossroads. We're not just polishing what we have. We also have to begin preparing for what the future generations will want. And that's a daunting task. I mean, that's the crystal ball of the future. And you agree with that? Well, yeah. Um, uh, financial stability, right, is important. The landscape architect in me says environmental stability as well. So there's a balance in that development end and also maintaining and preserving the natural environment. And that's uh, a significant focus for me and, you know, been working with staff to, to strengthen um, part of our land development code, which is our tree protection ordinance. So that's something that I've been working with staff on and will be putting forth in 2024 all right we're going to take a break and we'll be back we want to talk more about the the future and uh what we um have coming this year and uh we've got andy dance in the studio our county commission chairman flagler county also christy moss she is the money lady for the city of banal the cfo sitting in for alvin jackson our city manager and our mayor david alvin with the city of palm coast Overall, from what I gathered so far, that we're sitting pretty good. We've got some growth challenges and traffic and all those sort of things, but sounds like we're starting from a pretty good place. Would you agree with that, Andy, for 2024? Absolutely. I mean, when your starting point is Flagler County, you know, it just goes up from there. All right. Well, there's a lot of communities losing people and moving out, and that would be a whole different set of problems that we don't even want to think about here. So... We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Free for all Friday. I hear people say. Hi, folks. Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606, that's 445-7606, or visit us at SolarFit.com and set yourself free. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. So you're ready to list it? 
we're ready to sell it. This is Sam Perkovich, broker owner of Parkside Realty Group. Stop by our office in town center or call us at 302-0300. Visit us online at Parkside Realty Group. It's lumpy, it's bumpy, and your driveway is dumpy. Call R.D. and Sons Paving. They've been paving since 1959. Driveways, walkways, stone and gravel, repairs too. They beat competitor prices. R.D. and Sons Paving, 386-302-3406. I'm really blessed to have the opportunity to work with uh, their internship program. I wish when I was going through high school here in Flagler that I had the opportunity to be able to work for a tech company locally and be able to get that that experience. You know, I'm definitely excited to be more of a part of Coastal Cloud and the community. Nine forty-six, free for all Friday. I think uh, just about all of us can agree we live in an awesome place on this earth, and in Florida, I've lived around Florida, different places. I love Northeast Florida. I lived in Southwest Florida and Tampa area and all that, and uh, I wouldn't uh, give this up for anything. To uh, for that, you've got you've been in Florida your whole life, right, Andy? Fifty-first uh, year in Flagler County. Okay, Christy, are you a Florida girl? Absolutely am. Yeah. And you wouldn't go anywhere else? I would not go anywhere else. Mayor Alpin born and raised in St. Pete. Grew up in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, and uh, love my Florida. And your background career is uh, perfume and meat. <laughs> perfume, and yes. <laughs> Nicely said, as opposed to the type of meat, yes. <laughs> boar's head, I know. I like boar's head. All right. Anyway, so we're glad you're here. And, and you know, and, and it's an election year. I think we need to talk about the importance of you know people listening the voters to really check out who you're voting for this coming year there's a lot of ways that you can you know investigate go to the meetings and get to know them but really put extra care to we're at a pivotal point here in flagler county where we can go off and do great things or we can stall or we can crash i think and the leadership is everything and um so a lot of people are running with good intentions, and I admire anybody that runs in this day and age that with um, to put themselves out there for it and trying to represent the community. But a lot of the candidates have different ideas and how to go about things, and you got to align yourself with the candidates that are the ones that represent you, who you want to represent you. So whether it be a county commission, a city councilman, or you know all the different. Um, there's a lot up for grabs. So it's, first of all, important, vote. Number two, don't just vote who your neighbor tells you to vote for. Uh, be educated about it. And we have plenty of time to do it. We're going to do our part here on WNCF. I think it's important when you hear the candidates talking, um, it's different than just reading a direct mail piece or something. And um, so we're going to, Brian and I are going to do a series of uh, kind of, a, we're going to free-for-all candidate forums here. So. Excellent. I have a comment. Yep. So the city council of the city of Palm Coast did something that has never been done before. And I think it lends itself to your comment. We have opened up our comprehensive plan. And for listeners, that is actually the blueprint. That's the guide. That's the the rule book for everything that that happens uh, in the city in terms of uh, present and future. We're doing that. And I think it coincides with the election process because what we've done is we've invited every resident of the city and quite frankly, the county to shape the future of Palm Coast. Everybody over the next 12 months has the opportunity to weigh in and tell us what they think, what they want, what they would like the future of Palm Coast to be. 
We have a facilitator in order to collect all this information and actually begin to plan what the future looks like. So when you talk about residents thinking about who they're going to choose as an elected official in the future, getting involved with this comprehensive plan process is a great way to get close to both candidates and currently elected officials to find out what their thoughts are on the future. Okay. All right. Very good. And that's a process we're both going through the county Correct. and the city, mm-hmm. our, our comprehensive plan rewrite. And, um, and I guess piggybacking off of my book review, right? So let's look for humble servants mm-hmm. okay. that believe in balance. Right. Yeah. Well, and like I say, it takes more than just somebody who's, yeah, this is what I'm for. And then people go, yeah, I'm for that too. And then they vote for him. And, you know, you got to put a little more to it. What about you, Chris? Are you ever going to run for office? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm happy behind the scenes, keeping the train on the tracks and letting them set direction and taking that direction and, and pushing it forward. Christy, I have to say, um, <clears throat> I know that you probably from time to time communicate with the uh, financial department over at the city of Palm Coast mm-hmm. and the cities cannot run. They cannot operate. We, we probably don't give them their, their fair due. Um, we take it for granted, but if all of that work isn't done well, uh, it's like we just can't operate. So we thank you for your efforts and the city of Omkost and the county as well. Absolutely. It's like incredibly important. We always say in no today's one knows world, when you do it right. Yeah. It's the one time it, it, you do something and wrong. And in today's world of transparency, know. it's like it has to be done perfectly well. So thank you for that. Does, um, does Bunnell City Council meetings, are they um, streamed on YouTube? Is there because because um, I know I I do watch the county commission meetings and the city council meetings on on YouTube and all that but I don't and so. and also um, Flagler Beach and so if, if Alvin was here I'd be saying why not I will bring that bring that back to him he'll probably listen to this so he'll know we, I know that's been just dis- I know that's so, been discussed David do you find them entertaining. I do. Well, and I also like fast forward, <laughs> okay. which you can't do when you're sitting there. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I think that would be good because we as as media in the old days when I was a reporter, I mean, I'd sit there and have to, you know, you know, sit there with the pen and you know, all this. But now we can get sound bites. We can hear what things go on. We could give a lot better news coverage to the city of Benel. If you have that, so well, they're all, re- they're all recorded. They're just not broadcast. Yeah, they're re- but they're recorded. And my yeah. understanding is you're yeah. looking at a new city hall for the future. I don't know. Is it 2024 we or are, beyond? We, um, we have a couple of um, big projects. One of them is our city hall and police department Excellent. Uh, complex. Mm-hmm. It's going to be right over here. We'll be neighbors. Um, we are. We also partnered with uh, Flagler County to do the uh, Central Commerce Parkway. So we're, that's all going in kind of in the same area. So, so you're going to see that happening. We just finished. Wendy's is going to have to up their game on, I, uh, on uh, drive up service. We said that earlier, um, but we just finished the design phase this month. Our design is done and we hope to start construction by February. The contract is going to our commission in January and we will be yeah. breaking know, ground. The one big item, and I, I, I don't mean to jump the gun here, but maybe Andy could speak about it better, but I don't want to put you on the spot, but, um, the fact that the state guard conversation is happening and I'm apologies, a shout out to uh, the sheriff for congratulations and kudos, because I can't tell you how happy and proud we are that this facility and the future of this opportunity is going to reside in Flagler County. I mean, this is going to make us a destination, not for the region, not only for the state, 
but the country and probably the world in the long term, people coming through here to train. Okay, I think that's and, fabulous. And, and that was on my list. Thank you for, for bringing that up. But, but it was like, explain to me how this is going to benefit us, the residents and taxpayers of Flagler County. Ooh, ooh. Oh, Andy, go ahead. Well, the county had on its long range plan um, a line item for a, a training center for the sheriff's office and the fire department. So it was it was a need. Um, so what this does is it it pulls that those taxpayer dollars that would have gone to that facility. And now through our leverage with the state, now the state guard is paying that infrastructure, 10 million dollar bill for infrastructure on county land that the county, that our sheriff's office, other law enforcement agencies and the fire departments will be able to train on. So I think that's really important for the public to know. So it saved us a lot of money. Absolutely. And how will it make us a lot of money? Well, it will bring in those guardsmen um, on training weekends uh, at other times. So, right, the indirect benefit is going to be the stores and restaurants. Hotels. Um, hotels within within the area that will Sales benefit. Tax, not not tax, unlike the National tax. Guard facility, which has just uh, increased as well. Absolutely. I got to ask you about the airport, Flagler Executive Airport. Roy Seeger's done a great job out there and running it like a city within itself, as he will point out. It's an enterprise fund. It's not your taxpayers being spent out here, whatever. And back off his case. And yes, an airport is going to make noise. And there's a new law that uh, Renner was talking about where you can't move in next to a pig farm. This is his quote. Can't move in next to a pig farm and then uh, file a thing saying it stinks out here. So it's like if you're stupid enough to move somewhere, you don't like it, then um, shut up, basically. Well, I, I mean, even on that, right? So we, uh, we had ribbon cutting and opened up 42 new tea hangers um, recently in December. So that's another infrastructure, you know, win for the county that helps support the airport um, long term. And uh, it's an economic driver for the so, city and the county. So, David, I just have to, uh, legislatively, is that the new NIMBY law? Yes. <laughs> yes, not in my backyard. Okay. Well, but the thing is, is, uh, you know, and like I've replayed, people may move in next to, you know, airports or farms or, or uh, speedways. And my thing was in Tampa, there was a great or, you know, or other racetrack. Or other developments. They, or other <laughs> developments, right. So, you know, just do some research on it. And um, but so the airport is booming. Is that true? The airport is doing very well, yes. So there's vacant land out there on the airport for uh, for businesses, for you know commercial and industrial uses. It's a, it's a great location. And like Mayor said, it's uh, you know our National Guard has expanded, invested uh, another almost twenty million dollars in a maintenance facility that's going to bring. Um, employees to the area that are going to need houses and you know when, else. when you go through this list and I have to say this um, and I tell staff this all the time is that when you make a decision think of your decision as is this a decision for you to become a model for the region and for the state of Florida it would be my goal that Palm Coast and Flagler County be a model for the state of Florida and perhaps even further but to be a model that others can draw from is the whole Western expansion, the, which is going to be Palm Coast city limits, is that going to be a benefit to Flagler County? Well, I think anything that benefits the city helps us all. Um, you know, again, you, you mentioned it's 80% of the population of the county. Um, I think from the county standpoint, right, we, we, we set priorities on uh, preserving our agricultural west side and making sure that there are options for our farmers and landowners to be able to, to utilize other funds 
than uh, trying to sell off their land for and, development. Um, Chair, uh, <clears throat> Andy makes a good point, and uh, he used the word balance before. We subscribe to that. So um, any future growth and development will be preceded by a formal green print so that all of the conservation and wetland areas are well protected and preserved in perpetuity before any other type of development is considered. And that goes all the way up to uh, the governor's office. Um, that was something that both he and the speaker and Senator Hudson um, have implored that if we are going to grow and be a model for the state, that the green print comes first. You know, and agriculture is something we often totally overlook in the whole West County because our, our lives are lived basically on the east side of US-1. And um, But out west, that's just like huge amounts of land. How does the, does the and, and a lot of this is in the city of Bunnell Absolutely. also, and county, not so much Palm Coast. How does that benefit the, do the farmers? They have to pay taxes. They're in the city of Bunnell. Imagine you get city taxes from them. We do. Yeah, like a lot or I mean, no, no, but some, some, okay. Yes. In the county, I mean, because you said you want to preserve the agricultural um, industries here in Flagler County without it being sold off to developers and things. Why? Uh, well, I mean, it preserves, right, the, uh, the whole agricultural way of life and, and the importance of, uh, of food production. Um, it, it, there's farmers themselves preserve a lot of these natural water recharge areas that are on their properties. Um, it's just a huge benefit to, to creating that balance that the mayor that we've talked a lot about today. So potatoes, uh, we have uh, cabbage, mm -hmm. blueberries, and you know, one I didn't know is bok choy. Did you know we're one of the largest producers mm -hmm. of bok choy? Have you ever? And, and mustard greens. And mustard yes, greens. Okay. Have you ever um, eaten bok choy? Course. Love yeah. it. Love it. And just to answer your question, David, so what, what else does it bring? So, you know, some amount of taxes, but for example, um, with the, the land mass that is currently within the city of Palm Coast, the opportunity, for example, to provide cold storage facilities and then eventually rail stops that could transport those goods to market represent an entire new entrepreneurial or business model that we've not had in the past. And both of those are in the planning stage. So rail is what I thank you for that too, because we do have like a large amount we do produce. Somebody said, if you've ever eaten a Lay's potato chip, you've eaten a Flagler County potato. And if you've ever eaten uh, Kentucky fried chicken coleslaw, you've eaten cabbage from, because they have these contracts that are just like the bok choy, you know, they have contracts where they send this over to Asia and they're, it's already done. So it's a huge industry out there and cattle. And well, more uh, than that, ask uh, the chair what his uh, logo is for the, for the county of Flagler. What it, oh, okay, we know. Go ahead. Well, I mean, we've got... It's a potato. That's the no, county that's seal. The seal. Seal. Yeah, that's right. the seal. seal. Used to be the logo, but okay. it's now the seal. Oh, it's, seal. It's very hard to uh, draw an attractive potato. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever noticed that. But anyway. Um, well, anyway, great discussion. Um, Randy, final words on moving forward to the people of Flagler County for 2024. What's our Flagler County government... Uh, you know, worried about or looking forward to? Oh, we just, we have a ton of infrastructure going on. Um, I think, right, what I mentioned earlier was the prepping for this show has uh, now got me looking at putting out a little publication on all the things that we did. Let's talk at the next commission meeting about 
all the things that we did accomplish and that, that we've got on our plate for next year. So I think, I think, you know, the residents can look forward to, to that and, and more than just a quick soundbite, but mm -hmm. there's a lot going on. Um, I'm optimistic for the future of Flagler County and for our Flagler County commission. Um, you know, we do have two, three open seats or three seats that are up for election and, um, we'll see what my, uh, what, what, what that brings to the commission in 2024. Okay. Christy, Bunnell, you excited about? We're very excited. We're really excited to partner with the county on Commerce Parkway and get that going and get our new city hall and, and PD built and our water treatment plan expansion. We're also rewriting our land development code and developing a plan for our CRA and our commission um, wants to talk uh, seriously about affordable housing. So yeah, that's a whole it is. 10 shows in itself, it which we so, need to address. So we're really excited, though, to, to take on all these things and get all these uh, projects going and see where we land this time next year. All right. Mayor Alfin? I am, uh, as I said before, genuinely excited about the chance to engage the residents of the city and the county to map our our plan forward. And in other words, that I think is good governance when you bring in the entire community to decide who are we, where are we going, what shall we do? So I look forward to that, um, you know, and we'll give it my full attention and focus. That is more huge than I think a lot of people realize the fact that all you guys get along together because when you don't, that's noticed in Tallahassee mm -hmm. and they're less likely to spend a whole lot of time on people they can't get along with each other and give you the funding and money. And right now, this is our final year with Paul Renner and Travis Hudson. These are legacies out. for them. And if, yeah. uh, if they're not uh, comfortable on what they're leaving behind, uh, we don't get the same benefit that, the, that they're looking for. So I agree. All right. And it's their community here. Well, thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Uh, Flagler Beach on the pier. Fireworks. Winds look like they'll be calm. So the fire department won't be freaking out on that one. It's going to be chilly and cold. Saturday night, we're out at the Cracker Ranch with fireworks and concerts and bonfires and mud holes and all that. So come on out and join Kicks Country out there. On Saturday night, we're going to celebrate New Year's a day early. So, but now, Christy, thank you very much for being on today. Thank you for having me. Okay. Andy Dance, thank you for your service to Flagler County. Thank you. Happy New Year to everybody. And I wish the blessings of the new year find every one of us. So thank you and Happy New Year. Serving Flagler County for over a decade. WNZF, 1550 AM, 94.9 FM, and W235 CW Bunnell.